You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. This is one of multiple videos where I'm going to show you how to download, install, configure, and use EvenG. Now, unlike other videos out there, I'm going to show you the full process to get EvenG working. I'm going to show you hardware requirements. I'm going to show you how to enable nested virtualization in the BIOS of your computer. I'm going to show you how to download VMware Workstation Player, how to download EvenG, how to import that into VMware Workstation Player, how to set various settings based on best practices, how to get EvenG booted and set up initially, but also then how to upload Cisco iOS images to EvenG. So how do you get Cisco iOS images? I'll show you that process, then I'll show you how to upload those images into EvenG. One of the confusing things when you first start EvenG is you think, okay, it's working, but you can't build any topologies because you need to first download images from Cisco's website, and then you need to do some configuration inside EvenG to get it all working. Now that means there's a lot of content. So use this menu or the menu below to jump to the specific parts of the video that are of interest to you. Now this video may get too long, so I may have to create additional videos, but I'll link those below as well if you want to watch something else. So as an example, if the video gets too long and I can't show you how to download and use Cisco iOS images um, in this specific video, you may need to jump to a separate video, but again, use the link below if you need to go look at other topics that are not covered in this specific video. I wanna make sure that you can get the software working properly on your laptop. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started. Now, there's a lot of good documentation on the EvenG website. One of the things you need to be aware of is there are different versions of EvenG. So if you go to Features Compare Editions, you'll notice that there's a Community Edition, Professional Edition, and Learning Center Edition. In this video, I'm gonna download the Community Edition, which is free, and I'll show you how to get that set up. It doesn't have as many features as the Professional Edition. The Professional Edition costs 99 euros, but it does give you many, many more features, those are listed here. Notice as an example, the node limit for the community edition is 63 nodes, whereas for the professional, it's 1,024 nodes. Now with regards to documentation, one of the first things I would suggest you download is either the professional cookbook or the community cookbook, depending on which version you're using. So I'll get the community cookbook because that's what I'm gonna be demonstrating here. One of the first questions people typically ask with this kind of setup is what are the requirements? And I don't wanna bore you reading through the requirements in a video. You can download this cookbook and have a look yourself. So as an example, just in brief, you need at least eight gig of RAM, you need an Intel i5 or i7 processor with Intel virtualization and BIOS. That's really important, especially if you wanna run Cisco appliances you need to have a VTX or Intel virtualization enabled, and I'll show you how to enable that in this example on my laptop. You also need internet connectivity, that's a requirement. 
you need a 40 gig of disk space. Now this applies to all platforms that you may use, whether it's Viral, EvenG, GNS3, etc. The amount of hardware that you need is dependent on what type of topology you wanna run. If you wanna run just two basic Docker containers, you don't need a lot of RAM and CPU to do that. But if you wanna run a very large Cisco topology of viral images, you need more hardware. That kind of information is listed in this document again with regards to recommended system requirements, as well as dedicated server bare metal requirements. And what's really nice here is they have a nodes per lab calculator. So have a look at this calculator if you wanna work out the sizing for your lab. Now with regards to virtualization platforms and software, notice VMware Workstation Pro is supported, Play is supported, ESXi is supported from these releases. Ubuntu Server 16.04 LTS for bare metal is supported as well as Google Cloud. On the website, if you go to documentation, installation, system requirements, they essentially explain that, including the fact that VirtualBox is not supported. So you cannot use VirtualBox if you wanna use EvenG. You cannot use Ubuntu 18 or 19. Those are not supported. So please be aware of the requirements before you try and install EvenG. So in my example, I've got a Windows computer. I'm going to download VMware Workstation Player. I do meet the minimum hardware requirements. I've got an i7 processor, eight gig of RAM. This laptop has got nested virtualization enabled in the BIOS but I'm gonna show you that right now so that you can see how to enable that if you're not sure. It is dependent on your laptop, so the key sequence that you use will vary depending on the vendor of laptop. But let me show you now how to enable VTX or nested virtualization in the BIOS, and then I'll show you how to download the software. Okay, so I need to enable nested virtualization or VTX on my laptop. So what I'm gonna do is shut it down I'm gonna power it on, and in this example, for this laptop, I'm gonna hold the F2 key down. So you can see here, BIOS information. What I'm gonna do is go to the next menu, and the important piece is Intel virtualization technology. That's currently enabled. There are some other options like hyperthreading, Intel AES NI, VTD, but the one that I want is Intel Virtualization Technology. You need that to be enabled to do nested virtualization in VirtualBox or a VMware Workstation. So I'm gonna save those settings and say yes to save. The laptop will reboot. Okay, so now I can log in. And I've been able to log in successfully. So if you have problems, make sure that Intel Virtualization Technology or VTX, Intel VTX is enabled on your laptop. So to download EvenG, simply go to Downloads and select the version that you wanna download. I'm gonna download an OVA, which makes it a lot easier to do the installation. You could do an ISO installation, but I'm gonna download an OVA from Google and click Download. Click Download anyway. So the OVA is now being downloaded. Now, once again, in the cookbook, they show you how to do the installation. 
So we have VMware Workstation Pro or VMware Workstation Player, and they show you how to do the installation using an ISO image. All the steps are shown here. And they also show you how to do the installation using an OVA image, which is what I'm showing you here. This makes things a lot simpler when you're doing the installation, but you can use an ISO image if you prefer. Now on the downloads page, scrolling down, they give you a link to VMware Workstation Player. So to download VMware Workstation Player, simply click on this link and you're taken to the downloads page. You can also find that by simply going to vmware.com, going to downloads, free product downloads, Workstation Player, selecting your operating system. In this example, I'm using Windows. So I'm gonna download Windows VMware Workstation Player 15. Okay, so at this point, my VMware Workstation Player software has downloaded, and I've also got EVNG downloaded. Now, the reason I've downloaded VMware Workstation Player is I need hypervisor software to run this OVA. I'm running Windows here. EVNG uses Linux as the operating system. So I need to have the hypervisor installed and then I import the OVA into the hypervisor. First step is to double click on the VMware player executable. I'm asked, do I wanna allow this app to make changes to my device? I'm gonna say yes. VMware workstation player installation starts. The setup wizard displays and in this example, I'm basically gonna take the defaults for most options. So I'm gonna click next. You need to agree to the license. I'm gonna do that and click next. I'm not gonna change the default installation directory. I'm gonna click next. In this example, I'm not going to join the custom experience improvement program. I'm gonna click next. Shortcuts I'll leave at the defaults, click next. Installation is now ready, so I'm gonna click install. And the software is now installed. Now virtual network drivers are also installed, so don't get worried if you suddenly see extra network adapters in control panel, that's normal. Okay, so the installation has completed. I'm gonna click finish. And what I'll do now is start up a VMware Workstation Player. Now VMware Workstation Player is free for non-commercial use. If you are using this commercially, you need to enter a license. I'm not gonna do that, so I'm gonna click continue and I'm gonna click finish. VMware Workstation Player has now started. I'm gonna click on player, click file, click open. Browse to my downloads directory, select the EVNG VM and click open. I'm gonna leave everything at the defaults and click import. The EVNG virtual machine is now imported. And there you go. Now, before I start it up, there are some defaults here, but I wanna edit those settings. So I'm gonna to go to edit a virtual machine settings. Now this default is too high for my laptop. When I look at my PC, my PC only has eight gig of RAM in it. I can't allocate a full eight gig to EVNG. So I'm gonna reduce this to 4096. With regards to processors, I'm also gonna reduce this down to let's say two processors. Now this once again depends on the hardware that you have in your laptop or computer. Have a look at the EVNG cookbook for the calculator and details of 
how much RAM and CPU you need for specific types of topologies. Once again, the moral of the story is allocate as much RAM as you possibly can and as many CPUs as you can, but that really depends on the hardware. Now, this is really important. Virtualize Intel VTX or AMD V. This has to be enabled as an example if you want to run Cisco viral images in your EVNG topology. So make sure that that is also enabled. Make sure that the BIOS has VTX enabled. I showed you previously how to do that. Now, it's recommended that if you're using a laptop, use NAT rather than bridged adapters. You want to use NAT as an example because if you're going from one wireless network to another, your IP address could change and that could affect the IP address allocated to EVNG. So you probably want to use NAT in most cases with a laptop, but in my example, because I'm going to be using this in my home network and I want to connect to EVNG remotely and I can statically set my IP address to my home network here. So I'm going to use bridged. In most cases, however, if you've got a laptop, you're going to want to use NAT. If you're using a PC that's physically connected to the network, you're going to want to use bridged. But that's fine for me, so I'm going to click OK. Once again, go to the documentation on EVNG's website. Go to the Community Edition Workbook. And in the installation portion of this workbook, they show you step by step what I've just demonstrated. And they show you here as an example that NAT is recommended for laptops to avoid the EVNG management interface IP address changing. But for a desktop PC, you could use either NAT or bridged. So just to reiterate, when you import this, go to edit virtual machine settings, make sure that your RAM is set appropriately, make sure that your processes are configured, that you have this enabled, and that you either set this to NAT or bridged. I'm gonna power on this virtual machine now I'm told that the following software is available for download, VMware Tools for Linux. I'm gonna download and install the VMware Tools. I'm told that all updates are finished, so I'm gonna click Close. My VM has now booted. I'm told that the default root password is Eve. So I'm going to log in with username root, password Eve. Now I'm told to specify a new root password even though the password is not displayed, it's actually accepting it. So I'm gonna type my password in, repeat it. I can change the host name if I want to, I'm not gonna do that. I can change the domain name if I want to, I'm not gonna do that. Just press enter. Now you can either use DHCP or static IP addresses here. In my example, I'm gonna use static IP addresses because I know what IP address I wanna to allocate to this VM so that I can access it from my Mac or other devices in my network. So I'm gonna specify that IP address. I'm gonna specify the subnet mask. I'm gonna specify the default gateway. Specify my DNS server and secondary DNS server. I could also specify an NTP server. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna press enter and I'm not using a proxy server here, so I'm, gonna, so I'm gonna press enter to complete the settings, and EVNG is now rebooted. Now once EVNG reboots, log in, and 
make sure that you can ping the internet. One of the requirements is that you have internet connectivity. So make sure that you use ping to test that you have internet connectivity. You could also check the IP address of your device by using ifconfig. I'll use more here. So IP address of this device is 192.168.1.200 in my example. But it's important that you have internet connectivity. So test that you have internet connectivity by pinging, for instance, google.com. Okay, now that we've done that, we can open up a web browser and access EvenG. So in my web browser, 192.168.1.200. Now to log in, you use the username admin, password eve. You don't use root in this case. I'm gonna select HTML5 console rather than the native console and click sign in. And there you go, I've now logged in to EvenG. What I'm gonna do is add a new lab and give it a name, my first EvenG lab. I'll leave the version at one and leave everything else as it is and click save. What I'm gonna do here is add an object, which is a node, and I need to select the node to add to the topology. Notice how all of these devices are not available because I haven't added an operating system to EvenG. So ASAV is not available, CSRV is not available, Cisco IOS V is not available, layer two is not available. If I scroll down all the way to the end, my virtual PC or VPCS device is available. So I'll add two nodes to the topology and I'll click save. So I now have two nodes and I can connect the one node to the other and specify the interface. I'll just use ethernet zero and click save. I'll start these two nodes as you can see, they have started, and I can click on the first node, and I'm able to access the device using an HTML web interface. So this is through my browser. I could set the IP address of the first device with an IP address of 10111, subnet mask 255.255.255.0. Second device, I'll click on that. I can also access this device through a web browser console. So once again, this is running through my web browser. Specify the IP address of the second device as that, 10112. And what I should be able to do is ping from the one device to the other, which I can. So PC1 can ping PC2 and PC2 can ping PC1. Okay, so that's how you download, install, and configure EvenG using VMware Workstation Player and EvenG Community Edition. Now, you're probably gonna wanna add a Cisco node to the topology. So the next step is to add Cisco IOS V to the topology. Now, that's not possible without doing some additional steps. And this video is getting too long now, so I'll put that in a separate video. Now for completeness, I'm gonna show you a second Eve in G VM. And in this example, I'm gonna use NAT. I'm gonna edit the virtual machine settings. Once again, reduce the RAM to 4092. 
set my processes to two, make sure that VTX is enabled, and I'm gonna change the adapters to use NAT rather than bridged. This is once again the recommended setting if you're using a laptop and you're traveling as an example and your IP addresses change. So I'm gonna start the virtual machine. Notice the IP address that's been allocated, 192.168.179.128. If I open up a CMD prompt and type ipconfig, Ethernet adapter four is using this IP address, 192.168.179.1. So I need to configure my EVNG host with an IP address in that subnet. So I'll log in with my username of root, password of eve, I'll set a password of Eve again, set my host name to EVNG, leave the domain name as it is. Now I'm going to specify a static IP address. So use arrow key down, press spacebar to select static, press enter to specify okay. 192.168, once again, 179. something. So I'll say 179.200. Subnet mask used here is 255.255.255.0. So I'll press enter there and then specify my subnet mask. Now the default gateway is gonna be .2, not .1. This is the IP address of my host. I'm gonna use .2 here. So not this, but 192.168.179.2. Press enter. I'll set my DNS server the same. Secondary DNS server will be Google. I won't use NTP and I'm not using a proxy server. I'm just gonna use a direct connection. So leave that at the default and press enter. Even G now reboots. So make sure you use .2 and not .1. .2 is your default gateway. .1 is the IP address allocated to your PC. So I'm told I can access the EVNG server using 192.168.179.200. So 192.168.179.200. And I'll be able to log into the EVNG server. Now once it reboots, I wanna log back in and make sure that I have internet connectivity. So make sure that you can ping google.com as an example. So again, I have config more shows me that the IP address of this EVNG survey is 192.168.179.200. And that's because on this server, I've specified that I'm using NAT. So hopefully that's not confusing. I've set up two EVNG servers here. I wanted to show you both. I've got one running NAT using 192.168.179.200. And then I've got another one using IP address 192.168.1.200. You obviously don't have to do that if you're using a physical PC connected into a network using an ethernet cable as an example, you're probably gonna to wanna to use bridged. If you're using a laptop like this and you're roaming around and you wanna make sure that your IP address doesn't conflict with another IP address on the network, use NAT so that your laptop can access the EVNG device no matter whether you've got an internet connection or not. Now, if you enjoyed this video, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, please like this video, and please click on the bell to get notifications. I'm David Bombal, and I wanna wish you all the very best.
Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.